The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet. This is the Kickout. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Kickout. We took a little week off after WrestleMania weekend just to rest our bones. And we're back again to talk about more wrestling in the world. But the biggest wrestling storyline in the world right now, actually, is the Super League. And we're going to talk about that as well. But I'm here with my co-host, Mex. How are you, Mex? How have you been yeah. since WrestleMania? Are you, have you calmed down? Have you rested? I know you keep working on your other channels. You've got multiple channels that you work on as well. But have you even had a time to rest for yourself? I have, I have, um, because wrestling has kind of been dry since WrestleMania. I guess WrestleMania yeah. being the culmination of a lot of things. And since then, especially the WWE products, Monday Night Rules have just been difficult to watch, if you like. And I'm sure the viewers, the listeners would, would agree with me there. So, um, yeah, hasn't been too bad since then. We're doing a bit of a late recording tonight. We're going to get the whole team in. Um, unfortunately, earlier today, I, uh, I whacked my head really hard at work just like where my workstation is just like a low i don't know the, the, the way it's designed is really weird so you've got your roof at the top and then there's like another structure that comes underneath the roof mm. that's still part of the ceiling but it's really really low uh and it was at the top of me where i was sitting and when i got up i really banged my head so they forced me to go to the hospital so i was in a and e for like i don't know Did seven hours no, I wasn't bleeding. I just got I got a bump on my I got a massive bruise on my head, top of my head though. Oh. I wasn't bleeding or nothing, but uh, I felt a bit dizzy. And um, but they kept me there for six hours, man. Like I felt yeah, by, by the time I got there, I was okay again. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I could go home now, but it's fine, it is what it is. But um uh yeah, uh, I guess the, the big news in the world of wrestling before we talk about raw and whatnot is uh WWE cutting some talent out. Um yeah. Am I right in thinking it was 10 superstars that were cut? Was it? Um... Yeah, so Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo Rawley, Wesley Blake, all got their marching orders, if you like, on, um, was it Wednesday last week? Yeah. Uh, or Thursday, it was Thursday, it was Thursday last week. Um, and... Um, yeah, obviously some of those names there, we haven't seen them on TV for a very long time, um, not being used a lot. Of, some are injury prone and you could, I guess you can understand why they've been let go. But I guess the big ones there, um, in my opinion anyway, obviously Samoa Joe, massive name, which they let go. Um, I, think, I think that was the big name that everybody agreed with. That Yeah, Samoa Joe. What's up, Ace? What's hey! Going on, what's going on? Uh, we we're just talking about the 10 superstars that were just released from the WWE, yeah, man. Uh, sad news, man. Really sad news. Some really surprising news as well. Well, like, let's go through the list of names. And actually, I want to I want to hear the first thing that comes to your mind when I mention these names, like even, even if it's a match or a moment or any memorable moments. Um, obviously, the big name was Samoa Joe. I think I have all the names. Everybody was shocked that Samoa Joe was fired. What was your favorite Samoa Joe moments in WWE? Let's go with Ace first. Um, I liked, I really enjoyed, um, I enjoyed the Brock Lesnar feud, actually. 
when it was um I think you you put Mizzy, you that you kind of reminded I think Skillet reminded yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I posted it, yeah. I posted yeah, it. I, I went back and watched it, yeah, and he was like, he weren't out of his depth, and you actually really believed that Samoa Joe could actually take down the beast. Like you yeah. really believed it. And I don't think that was anything to do with how they booked it. I just think that was Joe. 100 percent Yeah, so that I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed um he's, was it do you have a, he had a program with Finn Bella? In NXT. In NXT. Yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed that. And obviously the KO stuff was really good as well. Um, I don't think he did anything poor. Obviously no. he didn't get the push that we wanted to. I think he had so many amazing moments. He even killed it on commentary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Max, do so, you agree? Yeah. Um, including everything what Ace said, you know, with the Brock Lesnar feud, like it was the cadence, the the delivery of everything he said. It's just That's what made you think. Even if backstage, they didn't believe that, yeah. you know, Joe was ever going to do it. He made us believe. Um, the stuff of AJ Styles and involving AJ Styles' wife. Oh, oh Wendy! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was wicked, man. Um, yeah, just bare promos, man. Like one time, I think they were getting ready for a fatal four-way match. He took a dig at Jeff Hardy and all that stuff around. Yeah, yeah Jeff, He's- Randy Orton. Um, AJ Styles was in AJ there. AJ Styles yeah, yeah. and um, Ali and Ali as well. Your boy Ali. amongst men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so good, bro. But I think it's down to Joe wants to wrestle. WWE won't clear him, so he's just gone to see if he can, you know, try his luck elsewhere. And I think that's what it is. I don't think WWE in a right mind will fire Joe or get yeah, rid of Joe. I, I think, think I think Joe was just like I want, I'm ready to, com- to compete again, and they were like not they weren't probably comfortable with that. So he just thought I'm just he gonna go. Said, look, you're not you're not Daniel Bryan, in it. Like we cleared Daniel Bryan because he's box office, he's big money, but yeah. unfortunately they don't see him in that in that light. So Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, the iconics. Any memorable moments of the Australian tag team? Uh, Max, let's go with you first. I think. Although it shouldn't have really happened for them, winning the women's tag championships at WrestleMania 35, massive for obviously two childhood friends that grew up together, wanted to do this thing together, came to America together. So that must have been massive. And I think they went to Australia, one of those super showdown things as tag champions. I remember they got a massive ovation as well. Um, Should have never been split, just brilliant together. I think they're going to make a lot of money wherever they end up together. Um, yeah, it's just a shame how it turns out. You think up. they'll continue together as a tag team then? They've got to. They should. They need yeah. to. I think I think there's some there's certain people that need to be together as a team. And I think they're, 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 they're definitely one of them. They're, they're, they're like... Yeah. Uh, Ace, do you have any memorable moments of the Iconics? Or how no, Mitch I, kind of said it? I agree. I think the WrestleMania victory, obviously, is something that there is obviously going to go down as part of their legacy. But I just also just feel like the frustrating for me about the Iconics, the frustrating thing for me about the Iconics is I just feel like they weren't even given long enough to push it. Like, yeah. I feel like they could have been, they could, because their annoyance started off in the same way that the New Day does, did. Remember, like, yeah. when the New Day weren't over, or yeah. that, that, and people were booing them and it was like, it was annoying, mm. but then we started to learn to love it. I feel like the Iconics could have went that way, yeah. but they just weren't pushed in the same way. So, yeah, I'd love to see them do more together. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see what happens with them in the future. Uh, Mickey James, Ace. Um, obviously, we got. I gotta go with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go with the naughty. There you go. Uh, I wanna go with that. 
Um, and now I'll just move on from there. No, I think, you know what? Mickey James, great worker. She's had a lot of great matches. And you know what? She's always, she's just been somebody that, this is going to sound really sexist, but sometimes you watch some women's matches and you you get nervous that they're going to botch or mess things up. She was always like on point. Chris, clean, clean everything. Never bought, like, I can't think of a Mickey James botch, like, yeah. off, off my head. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, she was great, great. I don't think she ever had, like, amazing storylines. I think the, the stalker best friend thing was probably, like, her most, best storyline. Yeah, it was the most yeah. iconic thing that she I did. I did enjoy when she, when she first returned back to WWE and she had that program with Asuka. When, when Asuka was yeah, on her yeah, speak yeah. on NXT and Asuka was beating yeah. everybody. And I, I really enjoyed that. But, yes, Max, you don't really need to talk much about Mickey James. I think Ace kind of said uh, that, right? Uh, He's right. I think how they treated her was a bit wrong. Like, I don't feel like any legend should kind of be getting released like that. She must want to still wrestle because why else would they have released her and not like found a role for her backstage or helping the ladies come through or something like that? So she must still want to wrestle. Mojo Rawley. <laughs> this is where the list comes becomes. I like, would say I would say his run with Zach Zach Ryder as, as the hype bros. That's all I would say. It, it was not bad. Yeah, it was yeah. a bad. There was, was nothing. It good, was it? Actually no, it was, no, it wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't great at all. No. Um, but his memorable, um, remember his super suits that we, he's, when I used to interview him in the red carpet. Ace. The, 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 <laughs> what did he say again? This is number seven, rock baby. Five. The super suit rock five, baby. The super suit. <laughs> and on the green lime green suit. Green you know? lime suit. Yeah. Big up to Mojo. Right. Yeah, he's a G. He's a G. Um. What, but where yeah, do you think that went wrong? Like, what could they have done with him? Could they, or was it just? Did he just not have it? You know, you know what it is. If you look at some of his promos at NXT, right? Like when he was allowed to literally be himself, not the hype man running around, right? When he could just be himself, the funny Mojo Rawley guy. He was actually quite funny. He made a few jokes, like uh, with Zach Zach Ryder in the back talking. There was one segment he had about talking about a nightclub, going to a nightclub with Zach Ryder, and it was really funny. But I think they just kept telling him to like you know turn it up always be on hype always be the hype guy and it just became stale and then when he tried to change his gimmick and had that little luna for sean lightning thing on his face remember that yeah. <laughs> that, the was, mirror. that was trash in yeah. the mirror thing if anything and, mojo raleigh added years to zach Ryder's wwe career when he, he did. When zach Ryder got sent down to nxt and then they came back up exactly. as the hype bros and stuff so. exactly uh chelsea green we don't really have a memory of her because she never really got a chance to she was an NXT for a little bit, but she didn't really get a chance to do anything. I, I think this, maybe next to Samoa Joe, which we understand what the situation may be, I think this may turn out to be one of the biggest mistakes. She, she, yeah. had, a main, she had a main roster match, right? Yeah, with Charlotte. With Charlotte. With Charlotte. Charlotte. And I remember yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte being like, yeah, she's next or something like that. Yeah, and then we yeah. never saw her ever again. What happened? Yeah. She know. was under the impression that she was going to be some type of like Charlotte's protege. Yeah. And then that never happened. She's come out since and said that she was meant to be in a in a faction with Vanessa Bourne and Santana Garrett as like some type of sexy Charlie's Angels girls on the main roster. That never happened. The Robert Stone thing on NXT, that got cut. And she, yeah, it's just been one thing after another. But she's got very big character, which I think the rest of the world will soon see once she gets a chance on the you know, the indies and stuff again, so. Tucker, Tucker said a lot of things on Twitter saying, freedom, free at last. I can't wait to tell my story. He's He did an Instagram post where he's standing by the mountains and he's like, yeah, what's next for Tucker? I don't know, but I'm going to enjoy every moment of it. Like, he's just, he's sending shots. Um, was this a mistake by WWE or right decision? 
they got their guy in it. They they know who they wanted. They wanted Otis in it. And Tucker was just like, unfortunately, you were just the tag along, innit? You were the side, you just <laughs> you were just the you're the little extra on the side. So they didn't need you, man. You know what no. also I I did go back and look look at it was like I felt away for Tucker when I saw that he was released. And I was like, oh, imagine like, because I thought, I thought that they came to NXT as a tag team. No, they'll put but together. They, they had an NXT, they were put together by WWE. Mm. So imagine yeah. if you had yeah. like gone, like they had, I thought like they maybe they were like big on the indies and then they went to NXT together. But that's not even the case. So he hasn't really got a reason to be upset. Your boy, unfortunately, has got more charisma than you and is more... You know I mean, it's more of a draw, and that's kind of just what happens. With, with all, with all due respect, guys, you know who the next Tucker is? Who? Angelo Dawkins. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't, I don't want it to be no, the he's case. Not, he's not, he's I really not, don't want not. it to be the case, and I see a lot more upside in Angelo Dawkins than Tucker. But we have to be honest with ourselves, man. I feel, I feel like Angelo Dawkins can have a single one. I he hope can. he can. He, I think he can. I think he can. I fear what they're gonna do with him when I once, mean, they're, I mean, once they're ready for Montez Ford. I yeah. fear what's gonna happen with with Angela Dawkins, man. I feel Angela Dawkins could be a good heel. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, Angela Dawkins had five. He had five years in NXT before he got called up, and five different gimmicks before eventually he got stuck with Montez Ford, and they made their way as the Street Profits. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember Angelo Dawkins from back in the day. Like he used to be in a tag team with Buzz Sawyer before he joined. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What's it called again? What's that what's that stable again, Max? Eric what's Young stable? stable. Um, Sanity. Sanity. Yeah, before he joined. Angelo Dawkins was in Sanity. No, he was in a. Oh, oh, oh the other guy. Sorry, okay, see. He had a very long road. He's had a very long road to where he is now, and yeah, Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins is the first guy I saw before Red Velvet does it now in, in AEW. Angelo Dawkins is the first guy I saw in wrestling to do that whole do the that. pancake lick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he used to do that before he got before he was in the Street Profits. So yeah, I I, I know. And yeah, you're probably right. Um <laughs> uh, God forbid, touch wood. Wesley Blake, I think a very good worker, but he had no personality. Great, good stuff with the Forgotten Sons. Um yeah, he, very good worker. Um, I mean, he did stuff with Blake and Murphy back in the day. That was some memorable stuff. Yeah, where's it? Very good worker. Just, just no personality there, so I can understand that. Kalisto, they really tried with Kalisto. Remember when he, he was the US champ at one point? Um, AC, remember when Kalisto sent a lovely message to my nephew, Kamai? Yeah, I do, actually. But even, as, even, even as a promo, he kind of struggles with that. No, I, I love him, though. I love him, though. <laughs> but it was, hey, yo, Kamai, man. Hey, Kamai. Yeah, come on, man. Listen to your uncle. Listen, listen to your uncle. Come on. What's your name again? Listen to listen to your uncle Ryan Skillet. That's, that's your name. Yeah, okay. I, 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 yeah, man. But um, no, but where, where do you think it went wrong for Kalisto? Lucha. Wait. Oh, I don't know, man. But you know, he's t- he's taken out of the Lucha House Party. The other Lucha House Party guys are still answering to that. Yeah, but, but he's like the best of the them, like. No, I would say El Gine- um Gramatalik is, yeah. is the best. Yeah, is very good, but like yeah. I can't understand why they don't have a space for a luchador. Like, you know, that that should be very easy. If you see what I mean, they've because never really known how to use luchadors, though, have they? Really? 
The only one they've, they've ever used well was Rey Mysterio. It's Rey, and even now they're not using Rey. He was a well. massive star in WCW. That's what and even is. now they're not using him well, are they? Like, that's really? That's true. You know what I'm saying? So I, they've never really used Luchador's well at all. I don't know if it's the mask or if it's just that they feel that people can't really get behind them. or I don't know what it is. And lastly, Bo Dallas. Yeah. Ace, you said something hilarious on the just... WhatsApp. When you found out he was fired, you're like, you're like, he still has a job. <laughs> we, when did we? When's the last time we saw Bo Dallas on TV? Wow, bro. Exactly, I, and I think um, like 2019. Curtis Axel was released last year. Was it last yeah. year? This time, last year. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just, I just assumed that Bo Dallas was gone as well. And I think it's annoyed me that like they got rid of him when we can all see what they could have. Like people have been, I've. I said it in my mind, and then we all said, we said it in the group. Like, why not just link him with Bray? Why not? Like, what you're doing with Bray is crap. Let's do it. Like, we've never seen them together. Let's do it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Who knows, man? Why uh, couldn't we have a mini fiend? And, and like, the lights <laughs> brother, go out, the lights come on, and we've got another fiend. No, I would have preferred, I would have preferred to see Bo in a kind of like a partner position with the fiend gimmick rather than Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Ever since Alexa Bliss joined, it's gone to it's gone it's gone to hell. The whole storyline's gone to hell. Um uh, another big news in the world of wrestling, the Super League has now formed. And uh <laughs> and so many football teams are dropping out. Chelsea has dropped out today, Man City's dropped out. Uh the Juventus chairman has resigned. Uh Parry the Man United, United chairman has resigned. Arsenal uh, are gonna stay because we need the money. <laughs> and the truth is, we don't really deserve to be in this. Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool are keeping quiet. Yeah. Liverpool keeping quiet. They're they not on it, though. You can tell. No one's on it. No you one's are, on the only person that's speaking out for Liverpool is Klopp. Klopp is cussing Bro, out the I thing. was just telling my bedrooms, these men, because they were all involved in, they're like the forefathers of this thing. These men are cowards. This is like when you're on, on, the, on the way to do a move or you're going to rob a bank or you're going to do an M or something. And then these men have been like, nah, let me out the car. Let me out the car. I'm not on it anymore. <laughs> That's exactly what's happened. They've seen the heat. They've seen the pressure cooker. And yeah. they've all folded. And now it's like, oh, let's be the first to escape so we look good sort of thing. Like, 100%, Max. That is spot on. They that did it like pussyholes as well, though. They announced it like 11, 11 o'clock at night. Oh, do you know what? By the way, we're just going to announce this. New, like, no, fam. Like, 100%. <laughs> 100%. They tried well, to the, the audacity of it, though. Like, <laughs> Tottenham being in it, like it's just it's just madness, bro. It's so, mad. dis so disrespectful. It's rude, man. It's I think rude. Brendan Rogers said it. It's, this is top. This is super six or top six by financial power. This isn't actually the top six of football no. within England, which is. And true. that's me as an Arsenal fan saying we yeah, don't even deserve to be there. Like <laughs> we're yeah. ninth in the league at the moment. Which top six are uh, we okay. supposed to be in? Come on, okay. man. Liverpool, Liverpool, man, them are talking out now. I'll say, I'll say, I've left my team always so quiet. Apart from only person I was speaking out was Klopp. Klopp was costing the whole decision, but every players wasn't speaking. But now Milner, Henderson, and Trent has all come out saying that we're not, we don't want this to happen. We don't condone it, and uh, saying to their fans that we will never walk alone. So okay. What if the um the chairman of the um Super League takes off his hood and goes, "It was me, Austin. It was me. It was me all along, Austin." <laughs> 
You know what killed it, Ace? When, that that oh, friend that you and I were tagged in, Ace. Amazing, amazing. Amazing, bro. I was crying. Like, when, when they said, when they had Brock Lesnar as um, Halland. Is, is this a Twitter friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen it, I've seen it, yeah. coming up to Marcus Rashford, and it's the image of Lesnar going up to, um, <laughs> what's my man? Um, the ginger one. Not Curtis, not Curtis Axel. Oh, he's um, he Slayer. He's Slayer. He goes, I don't yeah, give a yeah, shit yeah, about yeah. your kids. <laughs> Ah, uh, so good, so good. Uh, no, I, I my love... favorite one was when um, all of, like there's all of these big superstars in the ring, and uh, they're like, oh, when all of the other teams see Arsenal in the Super League, and Chris Jericho turns to Ellsworth and goes, "Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> He's left their child here." <laughs> was it? All right, too funny, too funny, too funny. I, I love <laughs> when wrestling goes viral with memes. It's the best, yeah, bro. You can use really you can use wrestling for anything, like yeah, analogies. Any analogy, <laughs> like wrestling, is so crazy, and that's the thing. But let's, speaking of wrestling, what's happened since WrestleMania, man? So I haven't really caught up. Uh, I know the no, Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary has dropped. So I haven't watched that yet. Very oh, good. Hit me up about that, boy. Very. Is good. it? Is it? Is it like a? Is it like a two-hour documentary? Or is it like parts? It's one hour or like one, one hour 20, um, oh, okay. taking us from obviously his background, his beginnings until the point where he had to retire and what he does now in terms of podcasting and hosting reality TV. Very, that- I mean, I'm sure everyone knows the stories and stuff involved, oh, yeah. but um, just to hear it kind of firsthand from the man himself, the kind of injuries he suffered, how he dealt with that, turning to booze and stuff like that basically ruining himself before he had to have the WrestleMania match with The Rock, um, the retirement match. So, Do yeah. they um, do they talk about, you know... What? You know, Ace, you know. What? <laughs> yeah. About... 2002. 2002. Did, you know. did, 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 I like... So he's involved. Did they interview him? Yeah. Huh? Did, did they put everything out there, though? Like... He well, cl- clearly not, because I don't know what Skillet's talking about. Wait, 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 hold on. Interview who? Who did they interview? The Rock? You know, because sometimes when people are involved in their own biographies, they try to make them look super when he, like, good. So when it was he like left- him speaking to the screen or the interviewer behind the camera, sort of, okay. the way they pitched it. Then they had, obviously, accounts from The Rock, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the people that were around at that time. They speak to his ex-wife. That's what no, I was gonna say. No, oh no 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 no! Oh 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 no no no! Wives. He he mentioned the fact he went through multiple marriages, multiple divorces. He wasn't at home. This that. Did he did he address no the domestic from. abuse stuff? No 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 none, right. nothing like that. Um, he the max of his kind of family life, which he went into, was how he's not really around for his kids. He got he started crying the day he found out like one of his daughters had a London accent because they lived out here. Um, oh, but his wow. ex-wife, but his ex-wife was British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had lost that connection oh, really? because he, he yeah. basically chose wrestling over his family. Um, his ex-wife gave him the name Stone Cold. Yeah, he he said he said that. <clears throat> okay, all right. I'm watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm watch it. Is that on the network? No, no, no. I got a link. It's AE or something, isn't it? Or yeah, AE. Yeah. AE. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Guys, I gotta love you and leave you, but. Hey. Um, we need um, to link up. There was nothing that really up. happened in wrestling this week that I I did watch Raw. We still don't know if retribution are part of the hurt business. Hopefully they're not. I don't think they are. Um, I don't think they are. And that's about it. That's all I really but care they, about. But they, they took off their masks, apparently, didn't they? Oh, really? Well, and, they got um, masks, but yeah. Liam's yeah. getting over to SmackDown, which is cool. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
All right, guys. Right, out, oh, rest, before you go, Ace, rest in peace, yeah. Black Rob. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Black Rob, man. I, I love that you played him on, on, on the show the other day. That was had good. to, had to, man. That's my rhythm. I love you, baby. One of, my favorite, one of my favorite hip-hop songs of all time, my bro. Awesome. All right, guys, I'm out, I man. Love, love you. Yeah, yeah, all right, Max, please talk to me through what happened this week on Monday Night Raw, my friend. Um, In terms of the main big things, Drew McIntyre wanted revenge on um MVP. He thought, he obviously, he's been set up by these the ex-retribution guys, T-Bar, Mace. Um, they attacked him early on, and then we had um, T-Bar and Mace. Um, well, Drew McIntyre went backstage, asked Adam Pearce, could he get a match with those two? Eventually got given the match with T-Bar and Mace. They just beat him up in the handicap match, so they didn't follow, you know, two-on-one rules, tagging. Braun Strowman came out to make the save for whatever reason. And then um, we saw Braun Strowman tag with Drew McIntyre to take on T-Bar and Mace. In the match, Drew McIntyre pulled off Dio Madden's mask um, or Mace's mask to reveal Dio Madden. Braun Strowman done the same to Dijakovic. Um, they started beating them up with their masks, so they got disqualified. So Dio Madden and Dijakovic won the match by disqualification. They cut a promo backstage on WWE.com without their masks, saying it's their time, this, that, and the other. So it looks like they're staying together as a tag team. Maybe they get repackaged with music, new appearance, but it looks like the masks are well gone. And like Ace just said, Mia Yim and Shane Thorne, who were the other half of Retribution, have been officially moved over to SmackDown. So they will probably just debut as Shane Thorne and Mia Yim, unless right. they put them as some other ridiculous name. But um, Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. And that's really it, really, isn't it? I guess that's one of the biggest stories that came out. Um, the other one, big one, was Charlotte Flair kind of um, still prodding the bear, which is Ascar and Rhea Ripley saying that, you know, um, she's the best in the division. The division revolves around her, this, that, and the other. She had a match on the night with Ascar. Rhea Ripley was ringside watching the match. Um, Charlotte Flair was about to win the match, had Ascar in the Ascar lock. Oh, sorry. Yeah, had Ascar in the figure eight leg lock. Um, when she goes to bridge up, Rhea Ripley got involved and pulled her arms from underneath her, um, which distracted her. She was pissed off and kind of telling the referee that you see that Ascar rolled her up for the win. Charlotte, so incensed, she attacked the referee and everything like that. Um, went back, left the ring as they do, come back, got get some more in. Um and after on Raw Talk, I think Adam Pierce said that Charlotte is going to be fined a hundred grand, hundred thousand dollars, and suspended indefinitely. Um, which well, at the time I didn't really understand because she's kind of just she's literally just come back in the last two weeks after WrestleMania after a long absence and missing WrestleMania, and she has kind of reinvigorated the women's division just in those two weeks. Um, but it turns out that she's got some unfinished dental work to do okay um, yeah, <laughs> all right so, so something apparently that was started and um not finished ah. now she has to go and finish it um so okay. that's why they've basically written her off tv for a bit okay um okay so i guess that's really much the, the noteworthy stuff to talk about on raw uh i haven't what, one thing with... i want to yeah. mention yeah no aj styles or almost since wrestlemania and they're the tag team champions um, no Reginald with Nia Jax since WrestleMania or so, and no Bobby Lashley on the show today. 
who is the WWE champion. Interesting. Very interesting. Not sure why. Um, Sheamus wasn't on TV last week, but he was on TV this week. But yeah, don't really know what that's down to. It, it feels like not only did some, some wrestling fans take a break after Mania, so did WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the um, roster members, yeah. Well, after that terrible showing of the worst, uh, people saying that was the worst Raw after Mania, mm. um, they might just want to rest some of these wrestlers and then bring them back next week. Maybe, um, yeah. They need to do a good job of making things interesting again, for sure. Apparently, uh, Randy Orton was supposed to have an enforced one-month break after Mania. Um, hasn't had that. Was on the show last week, um, wrestling number one contenders match, which he didn't win. And then he wrestled Riddle today, um, or last night, should I say. And he got injured in a match. He's popped his shoulder again um, during the match. And obviously, for those that know, he's got a history of just bad shoulder injuries. So I don't know how long that may write him off for, but yeah. Um, I haven't caught up with AEW uh, for a while. Um, anything noteworthy I should be tuning back in for? Um, our English ex-Olympian, Antonio Gogo, has finally debuted after, I guess, about two, three years of training to become a wrestler. He debuted... Um, winning against whatever job they put in front of him with a gut punch. Yeah, um, I heard about this. Yeah. yeah, it's very in line, obviously, with his boxing background. So, yeah. Yeah, we had we had him on the show a few years back, Anthony Ogogo. Good, He's a good lad. He's a good lad. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, for him. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm so they're finally happy. doing something with him now. They're finally doing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It looks like, obviously, he's done his training. He's got his reps in. He's ready to go. Um, he's in a faction called The Factory, being led by QT Marshall. And it looks like they're positioning him as one of the, the head guys. QT Marshall's the leader of the faction. But out of the three talents in the faction, he looks like he's the, he's the one that we're going to see quite a lot of. So, right. um good little position for him and right. um we had jade cargill red velvet have i guess their blow-off match um which was really good jade cargill went over looking looking good um as well um bullet club is more or less back we saw what the, i guess was the big news last week the young bucks faced ray phoenix and pack and in a tag team match, a really long tag team match, but a good tag team match, they wrestled the match in $10,000 Christian Dior slash Nike Jordan 1s. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a total kind of heel move of just, you know, as if they don't know how much the crepes they're wearing on their feet cost. Um, Kenny Omega, well, we'll talk about Kenny Omega in a second. Um, what else happened on AEW? We're moving forward towards the pinnacle versus inner circle, this blood and guts match slash war games match, which is going to happen on the, the 5th of May. And then I guess um, Kenny Omega, for those that watch Impact, I know we don't really talk Impact too much. He's got the big match this weekend with Rich Swan with both titles on the line. So this is where we're thinking yeah. that Omega is going to pick up the Impact World Championship. But like I was saying earlier today on another show, we haven't seen AEW mention this match at all. Now, mm -hmm. granted, it is an impact pay-per-view, mm -hmm. but how do you... Isn't there supposed to be a merger? Isn't there supposed to be some sort of deal? Why can't exactly. cross-promote? Exactly. What's going on exactly. with the cross-promotion? Nothing's clear, and mm -hmm. I just want to know how you're going to explain, let's say next week, Wednesday, Omega's won, and he turns up to Dynamite with the Impact World Championship. How do we explain that for for those that aren't in the know, you know, that, so those that just watch Dynamite and don't go out in terms of do wrestling research? 
how do we explain that your world champion has even the fact that your world champion has put his title on the line on mm. an impact show? Why is nobody worried in AEW that the world champion might lose it? Why is there no panic? Why is this this just okay? This is why you need you need this. We need to figure out a way that we can get you a job working. You me? Yeah, you like booking. <laughs> booking this stuff because why are they not thinking about it? like even when I remember you you brought up a very good point a few months back when Kenta wrestled yeah, it's exactly uh, the same thing and they didn't there was no promo package to like there, there was a promo package but it was a, it was just was there even a promo package <sighs> Kenta turned up at the end of a match if I remember correctly and then before his match the following week they just showed some why clip. Kenta is coming after this guy? Yeah, but they didn't show us who Kenta was. Yeah, they didn't assuming people that, that don't know who he is. Exactly. Why this is a big deal? And during that program, obviously he came because Moxley it was the New Japan United States mm -hmm. champion. Moxley just turned up one week on Dynamite with the United States Championship, and it's like, okay, I'm just a Dynamite viewer living in my Dynamite world. Where did he get that belt from? Yeah, who is Kenta? Like yeah. they don't draw these together and they're very much like we've said before assuming that everyone watches everything everyone knows everything you can't do that you, you can't, can't do that you really especially can't. with wrestling fans you definitely mm. can't do that especially with wrestling fans because this isn't this isn't just your indie show anymore that maybe the crowd that watched that would know that this yeah. is a tv crowd which someone may just be tuning in for the first time and yeah all of a sudden, they're seeing Omega carrying AEW Championship, Mega Championship, and the Impact Championship. Where do we draw the line? Like, yeah. why? There's no explanation for any of these things. So, yeah, it's just a, it's a little thing, maybe. But um, I think they need to kind of link things a bit better. I noticed uh, Kushida has now become a new Cruiserweight Champion, defeating uh, Santos Escobar. Was that a very good match? I might, ha I might have to go back and I might have to go and watch that. It was a decent match. I, I I did think the minute he came and answered the open challenge, you knew. I said, "Yeah, he's he's losing." Because obviously at Takeover, Pete Dunne beat Kushida, and my biggest question was, "Yeah, I, I wanted that to happen, but it's like, what happens to Kushida now?" And for someone the stature of Kushida to answer an open challenge, I thought, mm. yeah, "This is." And I'm glad that he's, he's changed up his trunks. He's no he's no longer wearing the he's not longer wearing the jeans now. He's just yeah. he's wearing, looking like a wrestler. He looks like a wrestler, and I think. You know, the, the struggle with Kushida may still be the fact that the language barrier and stuff like that, cutting promos. But I think if they'd done something like a Cruiserweight Open Challenge every week and they just feed him guys and he had good matches and got over through that, that could be a good way to just give him a decent little run. I agree. I totally agree. Anything else noteworthy from NXT? Not really? Um, Not really. Um. I guess uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly looks like it's still oh, continuing Lord. somewhat. Um, they show they showed a vignette of taking them both to hospital. So Kyle O'Reilly, we saw him leave after takeover standing. The minute he got backstage, he collapsed. Um, he got put in a, uh, an ambulance. Adam Cole got put in an ambulance. They pulled up to the same hospital. They pushed them through the, the hospital together. Adam Cole still effing and blinding that he's going <laughs> to kill Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> it was pretty good actually but yeah it doesn't I'm, sure look like it is. I'm sure it, it is it doesn't look like this feud is gonna end it's and then ending. we saw um Roderick Strong 
turn up to the PC with uh, Marina Shafir, his wife, and um, he had this resignation letter in. And I haven't seen anything like this before. I quite like this. He went to William Regal's off- office and handed, literally handed him a resignation letter. And William Regal said, you know, all the pleasantries, you know, despite UE causing me a lot of trouble over the years, you know, your, your talent will be missed. And I think from there, everyone expected him to turn up on SmackDown after Mania last week. He didn't. But yeah, interesting to see what his future holds. Roger Strong with his wife by his side might be a good look on yeah. the main roster. Yeah, it, might be, it, it might be something different. Yeah, definitely. His wife does have some character. I don't know if she's ever showed that in TV, but I do know that in personal life, she is quite a character. So she had some good matches when she was paired her and Jessamine Duke when they were paired with Shayna Baszler back yeah. in NXT. They done some good stuff. And when Raw Underground was going on last summer, she was a bit of a key feature there. I guess okay, good. MMA background. Right. So well, good to know. Yeah, good to know. didn't didn't get to say much in terms of on the more, on the main roster on Raw Underground, but she's shown her face there before, I guess. Okay, well, I guess this will kind of conclude. We'll have a short episode today, 35 minutes long or so. Um, I feel like wrestling has been taking a bit of a slow pace since after WrestleMania, and we will be back with more content. Um, I'll definitely be in touch about maybe recording something with you on Thursday after Dynamite. We could probably talk about Dynamite and NXT. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I guess, guys, keep following us on the Kick Out podcast. Uh, keep tuning in. We'll have some more content coming for you soon. Max, thank you for always joining me and helping me out with these no great episodes. And uh, guys, subscribe, follow. We'll be back again with more episodes later on this week.